Okay, we are live. Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates on today's show. I have breaking news. It's really the first time I've done this, but it's an incredible news story. Just came to my attention. Uh, it was sent to me by Sam Cheney of Weaponized News. I was out running errands, and uh, something happened that ties into the book that I wrote, Global, Global Death Cult, Order of Nine Angles, Adam Waffen, and the Slaughter of the Innocents. Today, the founder of Adam Waffen, I don't know what the new group that he's in is named or if there even is a new group, but he was arrested for conspiring to attack the Baltimore power grid, officials say. So I'm going to read through these articles. I haven't even read through them yet, but the pictures look familiar as someone who's looked into Adam Waffen uh, with some, some depth. And you can read about it in my book, but... These articles just came out right now. It's 11 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. This was two hours ago. Um, authorities have arrested... This is from Yahoo Entertainment. Authorities have arrested and charged two suspects in connection with an alleged plot to attack the power grid in Baltimore, Maryland. Federal investigators and local officials say it announced on Monday. The suspects who are identified as Sarah Beth Clendaniel of Maryland and Brandon Russell of Florida are accused of conspiring to shoot at energy substations in Norrisville, Reisterstown, and Perry Hall. Clint Daniel of Catonsville, Maryland, was allegedly recorded sharing her plans with an informant to the Federal Bureau of Investigation, according to the news station. Officials believe Clint Daniel was collaborating with Russell, with whom she has a documented personal as well as online relationship, federal authorities said. Russell has a long history of ties to racist groups and Nazi beliefs, as well as past plans to attack U.S. infrastructure systems, according to a criminal complaint filed in Maryland District Court last week. Russell is a founder of a, quote, terroristic neo-Nazi organization, unquote, called Atomwaffen Division, according to the Southern Poverty Law Center. And federal officials say that a previous investigation into one of his former roommates, uh, I wrote about him in Global Death Cult, it's... uh, Andrews or someone, was arrested and charged in 2017 for killing two others. That was uh, Polish uh, uh, Himmelman and something Chuck. Two others who lived with him revealed neo-Nazi paraphernalia, a photograph of the Oklahoma City bomber, Timothy McVeigh, as well as explosives that belonged to him. He had very high-powered explosives. And when he was caught, he was caught with somebody else. When the cops arrested him back in 2017, they thought they averted a mass casualty event. They were so armed. Russell had so many weapons and bullets and stuff. In 2018, Russell was sentenced to five years in prison for having lethal bomb-making materials in his Florida apartment. The complaint also included a photo of a woman authorities identified as Clint Daniel wearing tactical gear and holding a rifle. So this is incredible. So that's the rifle. She's wearing the standard Adam Waffen skull mask type uh, face covering. This is from CBS Baltimore. A Catonsville woman and Florida man described as racially and ethnically motivated extremists are charged with conspiring to attack Baltimore's power grid by shooting substations in the area, the FBI said. Wow. So that is Yahoo. This is from Baltimore CBS News. Let me see if I can play this. Joining me here is FBI Special Agent in Charge, Tom Sobosinski, along with a representative from the Baltimore County Police Department. Good morning. My name is Eric Barron. I am the United States Attorney for the District of Maryland. 
Joining me here is FBI Special Agent in Charge, Tom Sobosinski, along with a representative from the Baltimore County Police Department. We are here this morning to announce the arrests of Sarah Clandaniel and Brandon Russell on criminal complaints for conspiring to attack our local power grid. As the criminal complaint alleges, Clandaniel and Russell conspired and took steps to shoot multiple electrical substations in the Baltimore area, aiming to, quote, completely destroy this whole city. But these plans were stopped thanks to the swift action and collaboration of our federal, state, and local enforcement partners, law enforcement partners. Together, we are using every legal means necessary to keep Marylanders safe and to disrupt hate-fueled violence. When we are united, hate cannot win. We hope today's charges make clear that the United States Attorney's Office and our community and law enforcement partners remain vigilant in protecting all Marylanders. Well, so that was the announcement there. But we began Eternal, with up to Attorney. Uh, let's see, what else does it say? CBS News, authorities have arrested and charged two suspects. A lot of Southern, Southern Poverty Law Center stuff here. This is from ABC 7 New York. I'll have to look at the, uh, the allegations. Russell is quoted in court documents saying that attacking power transformers is the greatest thing somebody can do. He is accused of providing instructions and location information for the substations he and Clendaniel allegedly sought to target as part of their plot, federal prosecutors said. Clendaniel allegedly told an FBI confidential source she was determined to carry out the attacks aimed at Baltimore's infrastructure, saying it would lay the city to waste. Their actions threatened the electricity and heat of our homes, hospitals, and businesses, said Thomas Sobachinsky, the special agent in charge of FBI's Baltimore field office. The FBI believes this was a real threat. It probably was a real threat. Sobachinsky said the two suspects had extremist views and believed that by conducting the attacks, they would bring further light to their views. Sobachinsky declined to go into to specifics when pressed by reporters. The arrests come after a series of attacks on energy substations nationwide, including one in December in North Carolina that left 45,000 utility customers without electricity for days and prompted local officials to declare a state of emergency. I wonder if they're connected. The Department of Homeland Security has warned about similar attacks recently. A, quote, National Terrorism Advisory System Bulletin, unquote, issued a November 30th said, issued on November 30th, said individuals and groups motivated by a range of ideological beliefs and personal grievances, quote, continue to pose a persistent and lethal threat to the homeland, unquote. In January, two men were arrested in Tacoma, Washington, and charged with conspiracy to damage energy facilities and possession of an unregistered firearm. Prosecutors said the suspects attacked four substations in the Tacoma area, causing more than $3 million in damages. In damage. In February 2022, three men, Christopher Brenner Cook, Jonathan Allen Frost, 24, and Jackson Matthew Saw Wall, 22, pleaded guilty in federal court in Columbus, Ohio, to crimes related to a scheme 
to attack power grids in the United States in furtherance of white supremacist ideology. As a part of the conspiracy, each man was assigned a substation in a different region of the United States to attack with rifles, believing their plan would cost the government millions of dollars, cause unrest for Americans, and even prompt a race war, federal prosecutors said. Wow. See, I wasn't even familiar with those stories. I would, I would think that a lot of this is connected. Wow. This is amazing. Let's see if I can get this done. So, it's, uh, this is pretty incredible. Incredible thing going on. I would, I would think that a lot of this is, let me see. Let's go back and check this out. Let's see. Justice Department. Let's look at the federal court documents. Let's see what this criminal complaint. U.S. Of America versus Sarah Beth Clinton Daniel and Brandon Clint Russell. The complainant in this case states that the following is true to the best of my knowledge and belief. On or about the dates of January 2nd through February 2nd, 2023. So fairly recent. Probable cause. Background information concerning Russell. Let me just get something back. I'll be right back. Background information concerning Russell 4. In May of 2017, Russell resided in Tampa, Florida with three roommates when one of them, Devin Arthurs, murdered the other two roommates. Russell was not home at the time and was not harmed. During the ins- I wrote about all this stuff in Global Death Cult. During the ensuing response and investigation, police discovered neo-Nazi paraphernalia, a picture of Oklahoma City bomber Timothy McVeigh, the high-explosive hexamethylene triperoxide diamine, or HMTD, among other items, numerous explosive precursors that belonged to Russell. During an interview, Russell admitted to subscribing to National Socialist or Nazi beliefs that he had started his own local National Socialist group called the Atomwaffen, that his roommates were members of Atomwaffen, and that he had manufactured the HMDT-TD. Five, the Atomwaffen Division, AWD, is known to law enforcement to be a U.S.-based, racially or ethnically motivated violent extremist group with cells in multiple states. The group's targets have included racial minorities, the Jewish community, the LGBTQ community, the United States government, journalists, and critical infrastructure. AWD reportedly has international ties, it does, it used to. Since the arrest of Russell and other AWD members, the AWD has renamed itself the National Socialist Order. Devin Arthurs was arrested and charged with murdering his two roommates. Arthurs was interviewed by law enforcement agents, and he stated that he had recently converted from neo-Nazi beliefs to Islam. Arthurs stated that he murdered his roommates because they bullied him over being a Muslim. Arthurs said that Russell was the leader of the neo-Nazi group to which he, he and his roommates had belonged. Arthurs stated that before he killed his roommates, they had been planning to attack U.S. infrastructure to include power lines along Alligator Alley, a nickname for the part of Interstate 75 that crosses South Florida as well as a Florida nuclear power plant. Seven, Russell Russell was charged with and ultimately pleaded guilty to possession of an unregistered destructive device in violation of USC 26 USC 5841 and 5861 and improper storage of explosive materials. On January 9th, 2018, Russell was sentenced to 60 months in prison to be followed by three years of supervised release. 
Russell has served his sentence, is currently on supervised release. Wow, so he's in trouble. Plot to attack electrical substations in Maryland. According to reporting from an FBI confidential human source, CHS1, since at least June 2022, the user Amunculus, wow, on encrypted communication application number one, has encouraged CHS1 to carry out attacks against critical infrastructure and furtherance of his RMVE ideology. Amunculus has specifically encouraged CHS1 to attack electrical substations and has provided guidance on how to cause maximum damage. For example, Homunculus made statements in direct messages to CHS1 throughout much of 2022 regarding conducting critical infrastructure attacks, including statements about sniper attacks against substations and how conducting a small number of attacks on electrical substations could cause a, quote, cascading failure, unquote. On September 9th, 2022, Homunculus encouraged CHS-1 to read a white supremacist publication that provided instructions on how to attack critical infrastructure and how and encouraged CHS-1 to use Mylar balloons to short out a power transformer. On October 14th, 2022, during a conversation about the use of Mylar balloons, Homunculus told CH-1 that, quote, putting holes in transformers, though, is the greatest thing somebody can do, unquote. On October 25th, 2022, after CH1 had provided photographs of an electrical substation, Homunculus stated the transformers are, quote, custom-made and could take almost a year to replace if there isn't any stocked replacement, which they likely don't have, unquote. Homunculus also sent a link to the Wikipedia page for, quote, cascading failure, unquote, and asked CH1 how cold it gets in CH1's area. Homunculus stated that CH1 should carry out an attack, quote, when there is greatest strain on the grid, unquote, like, quote, when everyone is using electricity to either heat or cool their homes, unquote. 10. On November 5th, 2022, Homunculus asked CH1 if it was snowing in CH1's area yet and added, quote, I think you should wait until like a week after it starts snowing for that other thing we talked about, unquote. CH1, CHS1, reported that the other thing was a reference to an attack on an electrical substation. Homunculus also stated that the, quote, goal is for when most people are using max electricity, unquote, and that, quote, follow-on attacks could lead to cascading failure costing billions of dollars, unquote. CHS1 replied with an emoji of a shocked rubber duck. On December 11, on December 3rd, 2022, Homunculus told CHS1, quote, someone else I know in Maryland is going to be doing the same thing as you, unquote, and that this would, quote, greatly amplify its effects, unquote. During the same conversation, Homunculus confirmed he was referring to, quote, the thing CHS1 sent pictures about, unquote, a reference to the photographs of an electrical substation provided by CH1 in late October. 12. On January 12th, 2023, CHS1 discussed the planned substation attack and told Homunculus that CHS1 wanted to, quote, maximize impact, unquote, and would, quote, love to coordinate to get multiple substations at the same time. CHS-1 also alluded to the concept of cascading failure that Homunculus had explained to CHS-1 during previous conversations. Homunculus asked CH-1 to collaborate with a Maryland-based woman to carry out the attacks. Homunculus confirmed that the woman was 100% serious and can be trusted. Homunculus described the woman as a, quote, felon, unquote, who 
quote, had their weapon stolen, unquote, and was struggling to obtain a new weapon, homunculus asked CHS-1 to assist. According to reporting from CHS-1, later on January 12th, 2023, ECA, oh my God, this is so incredible, ECA number one user, Nithra88, that's a direct, that word is a direct tie to the Order of Nine Angles. And it's really incredible because I, before this happened, I had just put out a Indiegogo for my new documentary about Adam Waffen and the Order of Nine Angles. And in that blurb, which you can go see, and I'll put it into the show notes, but in that uh, trailer, I actually showed a bloody kind of uh, paper r- relating to Nithra. It's unbelievable. This is totally unbelievable. Oh, wow. I bet the feds are going to call me. A 50-50. Let's go back to the beginning. 13. According to reporting from CHS1 later on January 12th, 2023, ECA number one user Nithra88, right, so 88 is what? Heil Hitler. So I guess that was this girl, Clem Daniels, code name. Well, it's Nithra88. Wow, so she's involved in this stuff, too. Probably. Introduced herself to CH1, confirmed she was the individual homunculus was referring to in the previous conversation and stated that she lived near Baltimore. I haven't read any of this stuff, by the way. This is all first blush for me. I haven't pre-read it. As described further below, FBI investigators have identified Nithra as Sarah Beth Dick Clendaniel. During the conversation, which continued through January 14th, 2023, Nithra informed CHS1 that she had a terminal illness related to her kidneys and was unlikely to live more than a few months, confirmed she is a felon, and stated she had previously but unsuccessfully attempted to obtain a rifle. Nithra requested that CHS-1 purchase a rifle for her, and that she wanted to, quote, accomplish something worthwhile, unquote, before her death, and wanted the rifle, quote, within the next couple of weeks, unquote, to, quote, accomplish as much as possible before June at the latest, unquote. Nithra provided CHS-1 with the encrypted communication application number two, or ECA number two account, at Kali1889, right? So these are all direct references to kind of uh, esoteric Nazism. Kali is like the, the, the Hindu god of like the, the end times, and then 1888 is when Hitler was born, right? That's the year of Fayyam and suggested future communication occur there via voice or in person. 14, on or about January 18th, 2023, CHS1 engaged in a recorded voice discussion using ECA number two with at Cali1889. During that conversation, Cali told CHS1 that she had already identified a few potential locations to target in her attack, including one just across the Delaware state line with Maryland, in a location that is, quote, literally like a life artery, unquote, and would, quote, definitely cut out a lot of S, unquote. Callie confided that she had just obtained her driver's license, quote, today, unquote, and was not that comfortable driving yet. So CH1 stated that CH1 would have to be the driver and Callie would have to be the shooter in the attack. Callie confirmed that she was, quote, determined to do this, unquote, and stated she would have done something earlier on her own if she had not lost her rifle, quote, a few months ago. Unquote. Callie told CHS1 that she had an EOTech with a four times magnifier, which CHS1 assessed to be a rifle optic. 
Callie told CHS1 that she had previously tried to obtain a rifle, a Smith & Wesson M&P 10 Sport, but that had fallen through. Callie told CHS1 that if CHS1 provided her a rifle, CHS1 should report the rifle as stolen, and she would then file off the serial number. Callie emphasized that her time frame for the attack was, quote, no longer than a month, unquote. The above 15, the above call on ECA number two experienced technical difficulties, so the recorded vo voice conversation continued shortly thereafter on ECA one. During the ECA one voice call, CHS one and Nithra continued to discuss the specifics of the desired rifle and agreed that Nithra would send CHS one a wish list. Nithra acknowledged that whatever type of firearm she possessed would be illegal. Nithra also stated that she would, quote, really want a silencer for my Glock 9, unquote. FBI investigators believe that Nithra's reference to a, quote, Glock 9 was regarding a Glock 19, which is a handgun that uses 9mm ammunition. On or about January 19th, 2023, Callie, or Kali sent CHS1 a wish list of items for her desired rifle that were available for online purchase at palmettostatearmory.com, including, including an upper and lower and magazines. That's incredible. Super recent. 16. On or about January 19th, 2023, CHS1 engaged in a recorded voice discussion with ECA number one user, Homunculus, during which, right, the Homunculus was like Crowley was trying to get the Homunculus done in, in uh, Moonchild. Off the charts. Which they spoke about CH1's conversation the prior day with Nithra. Specifically, they discussed, maybe the feds don't even know the Nithra reference at this point. They will soon. Specifically, they discussed Nithra's ability to participate in the attack due to her health problems and possibilities regarding acquiring or manufacturing a rifle for her. Homunculus advised CHS1 that he did not think that CHS1 and Nithra needed to be together at the same location during the attack. When CHS1 asked whether they would need to attack substations near one other near one another in order to achieve quote cascading failure, unquote, Homunculus said it quote depends, unquote. Homunculus said he would look at the map and get back to CH1 about target facilities in a couple days. 17. On January 21st, 2023, CHS1 exchanged encrypted messages separately with Kali on ECA number two and Homunculus on ECA number one, in which they discussed in more detail the rifle and specific accessories Kali desired. The conversation with Kali extended into January 22nd, 2023, at which time Kali stated that she had already had a, quote, bunch of 30-08 or .308 ammunition several magazines for a rifle. Callie later clarified that she had a few hundred rounds of ammunition. Callie also asked CH1 to provide her a decent inner pants holster for her 9mm to replace her other holster, which is a drop-leg holster and therefore difficult to conceal. 18. On or about January 24th, 2023, CHS1 engaged in a recorded voice discussion on ECA number 1 with Nithra that lasted almost two hours. During the call, they discussed, among other things, the following. A. Nithra previously had a semi-automatic rifle. However, in approximately October 2022, it was taken by an unnamed individual during an argument when Nithra, her son, and her nephew were caught trespassing on the individual's property. B. Nithra had, has threaded and non-threaded barrels for her Glock, which is functional after she purchased the new slide for it. 
Nithra physically has the Glock with her. It is not kept at her mother's residence. Nithra further explained, I keep it on me now, just like just encased. Nithra said she would send a picture of it to CHS1 in the next day or two. C. Nithra discussed the ammunition she has, including the 308 full metal jacket rounds, hollow point 9mm rounds, and approximately 150 to 200 rounds of Browning in Winchester. D. Nithra has a TriStar semi-automatic shotgun with a 10-round magazine that she could use instead of the desired rifle in the worst-case scenario. E. Nithra commented that her brother has or had some incendiary rounds with a green tip. Although expensive, Nithra suggested, quote, getting that is, uh, I think, especially for what we're talking about doing, just to make sure it's a solid thing and not just like the oil leaking out, but like it's fully damaged, unquote. F. Nithra stated that she and CHS-1 needed to use brass catchers, and she had thought about going to the firearms range to collect shells of different calibers, including a 556, that they could spread there and send them on a wild goose chase. FBI investigators believe that Nithra was suggesting they attach devices called brass catchers to their rifles to collect spent shell casings during their planned attack. They would instead leave shell casings of different calibers at their attack locations so that investigators who responded to the crime scenes could not tie the casings to the actual rifles used by Nithra and CHS-1. Nithra is one of the 21 dark gods, so I write about that in the book too. G. Nithra was hesitant to discuss targets of the attack with, quote, raccoon, unquote, another alias for homunculus, because, quote, he has a lot to lose, unquote. She added, quote, he's not like your average regular one of us that's not known, and that's like a faceless unknown person. I try not to involve him wherever possible, unquote. Nithra and CHS-1 discussed physically scoping out some potential attack sites during the first week of February. H. Nithra and CH1 further discuss Nithra's desired rifle for the attack. 19. On or about January 26, 2023, CHS1 and Homunculus exchanged direct messages on ECA number one, during which CHS1 advised he she had tentatively decided to buy a pre made rifle for Nithra Kali instead of a 3D printing one. And Homunculus replied, Okay, sounds good. Everything else is fine too. Smiley face. When CH1 asked if Homunculus was referring to, quote, location, unquote, Homunculus simply replied, yes, don't worry. CH1 stated, perfect, that's the part I haven't really done anything on, unquote, to which Homunculus again replied, yeah, don't worry, unquote. Based on the context of previous messages, CH1 knows that Homunculus understood that location meant the specific substation that would be targeted. 20. On or about January 29th, 2023, CH1 received a message on ECA number two from Kali, in which Kali stated it would, quote, really be, would really be ideal for us both to have 30 round mags, especially for what we're doing, unquote. She asked CH1 to, quote, please get us each like four of them. For what I'm hoping to do, we will need them. If we can pull off what I'm hoping, this would be legendary. This is major tier and definitely doable, unquote. 21. On or about t- January 29th, 2023, Callie sent CH1 via ECA number two, a link to the publicly available webpage, Open Infrastructure Map. Wow, so they're using these maps. Wow. 
and instructed CH1 to look at Baltimore and see if you can figure out what I want to do. She also stated she wanted to try to do in five, tried to do five in one day. CHS reported that he, she understands that to me. Nithra seeks to attack five electrical substations on the same day. 22. On or about January 29th, 2023, Nithra told CH1 during a recorded voice conversation on ECA number one that the five substations she planned to target included, quote, Norrisville, Reisterstown, and Perry Hall, unquote. Nithra described how there was a ring around Baltimore, and if they hit a number of them all in the same day, they would, they quote, would completely destroy this whole city, unquote. Nithra added that they needed to, quote, destroy those cores, not just leak the oil, unquote, and that a, quote, good four or five shots through the center of them should make that happen, unquote. She added, quote, it would probably be permanently completely lay the city to waste if we could do that successfully, unquote. CH1 asked if it would accomplish a cascading failure, and Nithra replied, yes, probably, and that the attack targets are all major ones. Nithra added that the most difficult target that they would have to do together has, quote, firewalls on three sides, unquote. 23, Nithra also sent CH1 five links to the open infrastructure map, which is the same website previously disseminated by Homunculus when discussing infrastructure attacks discussed above showing the locations of five specific electrical substations in Maryland. Three of the five substations appear to be located near the towns of Norrisville, Reisterstown, and Perry Hall. The remaining two substations are in the vicinity of Baltimore City, Maryland. CHS1 reported that he, she understands these five links to show the targets of NITHRA's planned attack. The FBI reviewed the links provided by NITHRA, located the substation areas on Google Maps, and physically visited the, and photographed each site. Each location is a BGE substation with significant infrastructure. Based upon my training and experience and via open source research, I know that BGE is an energy company that utilizes substations like the five targeted sites to produce, convert, transform, regulate, and distribute energy. 24. On or about January 31st, 2023, CHS1 and Homunculus communicated via encrypted chat on ECA number one. CHS1 told Homunculus that he, she had, quote, read about a few attempts recently that didn't have much effect, so I want to make sure it's done right, unquote. Homunculus replied, quote, yeah, it has been studied, so don't fret, unquote. CHS1 asked about these specific five, to which Homunculus replied, look at the map, dude. CHS1 responded, quote, so that's the part I don't get. What's with the, the one all the way up by Pennsylvania? Does that have something to do with the cascading, unquote? Homunculus replied, watch this video, and provided a YouTube link to a video captioned Grid First Gunfire that discussed, quote, what really happened with the substation attack in North Carolina. After watching the video, CH1 commented that he, she is looking at the map and, quote, I think I get it, but I see only four lines. Not fully getting the fifth. Is the one up north to stop rerouting? You know the one I'm talking about. Homunculus replied, yours, it's a hard one, though. Look at it from Google Maps. After indicating he, she had pulled the location up on the map, CH1 replied, it looks like it's in a pretty rural area, good road access, wooded areas. I would like it to be closer to a major highway, but that has its ups and downs. Homunculus replied, yeah, hard part is they have three-sided firewalls. Look at them. CH1 replied, OS. Yeah, this is that one. Our friend mentioned that one, but did not say which one. 
25. Based upon my training and experience, as well as my knowledge of the facts in this investigation, I understand the above chat between CH1, CHS1 and Homunculus to be a discussion of the five substations that Nithra had previously identified as targets for her attack with CHS1. One of the five substations identifi identified by Nithra is in a rural area of Maryland near the Pennsylvania border. In addition, Nithra described a substation as being surrounded by, quote, firewalls, unquote, on three sides which is the same language homunculus used to describe the facility near Pennsylvania on January 31st, 2023. As a result, I submit that there is a probable cause to believe that Nithra and homunculus discussed potential target locations and jointly selected the five attack targets that Nithra shared with CHS-1. 26. The FBI received records from Google on January 30th, 2023 and January 31st, 2023 pursuant to a search warrant targeting accounts used by Clendaniel. A preliminary review of a portion of these records revealed additional evidence of Clendaniel's criminal activities in her identity as Cali 1889 and Nithra 88. For instance, the records included several photographs of ammunition and EOTech firearm sighting accessory in a woman physically resembling Clendaniel in possession of of or with easy access to firearms or firearm accessories, including one shown below with what appears to be a minor holding a firearm. One photograph depicted a woman believed to be Clendaniel wearing tactical gear containing a swastika, holding a rifle with a pistol and a drop holster on her left leg. She has the Adam Waffen face mask, that's, that's for sure. 27. The Google records also contain screenshots of a document that states that it is not a manifesto. However, the FBI assesses that it contains many aspects that would be included in a manif manifesto. The document starts, quote, if this is being posted online, I can only hope that some of my plans were at least partially successful, unquote. The document references Kaczynski, Brevich, Hitler, and others while stating that I would sacrifice everything for my people to just have a chance for our cause to succeed. The document later states, unfortunately, I have very little experience with firearms, but once I get my license, I hope to get at least a couple of hours of practice in. What a shame I don't have a rifle yet. This storm would be the perfect time to hit some substations and knock out power. Glenn Daniel is Nithra 88 and ECA number on ECA number one and Cali 1889 on ECA number two. 28. The FBI has been aware of Glenn Daniel's relationship with the user of homunculus, identified as Russell explained below at paragraphs 33-36, since at least 2018, when they were corresponding with each other while they were both incarcerated in separate facilities while. In or about November 2022, if not earlier, the FBI had tentatively identified the user of the online monikers Cali and Nithra 88 as Clint Daniel. This identification is further corroborated by the above-described voice conversations, as more fully explained below. 29. Specifically, Nithra Kali disclosed certain details about her life to CHS1 during the voice conversations on January 18th, 2023 that correspond with Glenn Daniel. For instance, she stated that her mother lives in Northeast Maryland, but that she lives near Baltimore with a roommate. Second, second Nithra Kali stated that she had just obtained her driver's license today. Finally, Nithra Kali disclosed that her prior felony conviction was for armed robbery of a convenience store with a machete which she had committed while under the influence of drugs. 30. A review of Maryland Motor Vehicle Administration MDMVA records revealed that Glenn Daniels' Maryland driver's license was issued on January 18th, 2023, and her address was listed as an address known to the FBI in Northeast Maryland, where her mother currently resides. 
A review of Clint Daniels' criminal history reflects a 2006 arrest for numerous offenses, including armed robbery, that resulted in a felony robbery conviction. Clint Daniel was sentenced for this incident in approximately December 2006 to five years of imprisonment with two years suspended. The FBI reviewed a police report from this May 2006 incident, and the report indicated that Clint Daniel had been arrested for her involvement in a robbery at a convenience store during which she wielded a large butcher knife. At the time of her arrest, officers observed track marks, cuts, and infections on both of her arms. 31. Review of open source databases revealed that a woman believed to be Clendaniel's mother, 72 years old, currently resides at Subject Address 1 in Northeast Maryland in Cecil County. Police reports previously reviewed by the FBI revealed that on December, September 13, 2022, the resident, resident at a different address known to the FBI in Catonsville, Maryland, had reported that Clen Daniel, who was his girlfriend, had temporarily gone missing, and he provided a telephone number for Clen Daniel that ended in 0728. Catonsville, Maryland, is in Baltimore County and is physically located close to the city of Baltimore. The FBI reviewed information on or about January 20th, 2023, from the state of Maryland regarding Clen Daniel's probation status. This information reflected that Clen Daniel's most recent contact with her probation officer was January 13th. 2023, during which Clendaniel advised she was still dealing with kidney disease. Her listed phone numbers were a phone number ending 6453 and the same phone number ending 0728 referenced above. Her address was listed as subject address 2, where she lives with her friend. 32. Based on all of the above, I submit that there is probable cause to believe Clendaniel is Cali 1889 and Nithra 88. Russell is homunculus on ECA-1 and uses the online moniker Raccoon. 33. An employee who listened to Russell's recorded phone calls while he was incarcerated has also listened to the recorded voice conversations between CHS-1 and homunculus. That FBI employee believes that homunculus and Russell are the same person based on a voice comparison. 34. In addition, among the records obtained from Google pursuant to the search warrant are photographs of a cell phone screen displaying text messages between Raccoon and Irkala. In the messages, Raccoon refers to Irkala on multiple occasions as Callie, and on one occasion, Irkala refers to Raccoon as Brandon. In that same conversation, the two discussed having kids together and mentioned warfare and illegal things. Raccoon stated that going to prison was worth it because I might not have met you otherwise. 35. In a message message on ECA-1 dated July 2nd, 2022, Homunculus stated that yesterday, July 1st, was Brandon Russell's birthday. Criminal history records for Russell indicate that Russell's birthday is July 1st. Based upon the FBI's review of these messages, it appears that Homunculus was stating in the ECA number one messages that he was, in fact, Russell. 36. As previously discussed at paragraph 28, the FBI has been aware of Clendaniel's association with Russell since 2018 and knows their relationship has persisted beyond their time in prison. For example, according to records obtained from Amazon, Clendaniel's Amazon account was used to purchase items that were shipped or scheduled to be shipped to Russell at his known residential address with Russell in Orlando, Florida. One such purchase was in May 2022 and another was in August 2022. The purchase for and shipment to Russell in May 2022 was for a 34-piece professional pocket-picking hand tool that is set for hasp, storage, fence, gate, gym, locker, sports locker. It is also worth noting 
that Clendaniel purchased some of the exact item for herself, the exact same item for herself on the same day, but the order quality quantity was listed as zero, and the records suggest that the product was never shipped. 37. Based upon the above information, I believe probable cause exists to support the issuance of a criminal complaint charging Sarah Beth Clendaniel and Brandon Clinch Russell with conspiracy to damage an energy facility in violation of 18 U.S.C. 1366A. And then it was signed by a special agent FBI, second day of February. Two men arrested last month in Tacoma, Washington, uh, blowing stuff up. Charges come as domestic violence experts have warned that attempts by extremist groups to attack power facilities are trending up. Clendaniel will make her initial appearance at Baltimore's federal courthouse at 2 p.m. Eastern time, so it's already happened. And Russell will appear at a courthouse in Florida at 1 p.m. Eastern time, according to the Justice Department. Interesting. So i got to find those. CNN was unable to reach the defendants or their lawyers for comment. Yeah, those are ONA references. Wow. Power grid sabotage in New York. Maybe this is all connected. I, I suspect there's something similar going on. It's from ABC News. Substation in Carthage, North Carolina. See if this will play. Nor will we tolerate this. We work every day to mitigate these threats, including means necessary to keep Marylanders safe and to disrupt hate-fueled violence. Marylanders can rest assured that a threat to disrupt their daily lives by attacking the local power grid has been stopped. As alleged in the complaint, Sarah Beth Clendaniel and Brandon Russell conspired to inflict maximum harm on the power grid a key component of our critical infrastructure. The accused were not just talking, but taking steps to fulfill their threats and further their extremist goals. Russell provided instructions and location information. He described attacking the power transformers as the greatest thing somebody can do. In her own words, Clendaniel said she was determined to do this. She added, it would lay this city to waste. Their actions threaten the electricity and heat of our homes, hospitals, and businesses. To those extremists looking to disrupt society and cause chaos in our communities, we will not allow, nor will we tolerate this. We work every day to mitigate these threats, including those to our critical infrastructure, and identify those criminals seeking to inflict harm. As always, we ask the public to report anything they consider suspicious to law enforcement. Anyone with information can contact the FBI at 1-800-CALL-FBI or tips.fbi.gov. That just got updated. Announced moments ago that the FBI has arrested a man and a woman accused of planning to attack the power grid in the Baltimore area. Sarah Clendaniel and Brandon Russell were taken into custody last week. They have been described by the U.S. attorney as racially motivated with plans to, quote, destroy this whole city. NBC News senior legal correspondent Laura Jarrett joins me now. Laura, what can you tell us about this case? Yeah, Lindsay, it was a disturbing plot that federal authorities appear to have thwarted successfully. As you mentioned, this couple allegedly conspired to shoot up power stations in the Baltimore area. Five different power stations, at least according to federal authorities, was their goal. Brandon Russell, someone who is well known within the law enforcement community and about neo-Nazi who had recently only gotten out of prison, uh, 
Uh, he had been previously incarcerated for possessing explosive material. And then this woman, Sarah Clendaniel, so, someone he apparently met in prison, the couple struck up a relationship. And then uh, through the process of actually speaking to a federal informant, uh, managed to get entangled in this situation. Now, as for their motive, we're still learning a little bit about that. But federal authorities did confirm at that press conference just a short time ago that they were described as racially or ethnically motivated. Uh, it appears that they... Their motive was to accelerate the downfall of civilization so they could take over. From the records, they wanted to wreak havoc. Russell allegedly saying that attacking the power grid is the greatest thing that somebody could do. In his words, the pair will be in court later today on those charges. As you mentioned, they have been arrested. As for the larger context here, we know, of course, that power stations, substations, and attacks on them have been a problem. As authorities have been sort of raising the red alarm about that for the past couple months, we've seen these in other states: um, people shooting power stations, disrupting the grid for tens of thousands of customers. It doesn't appear that anything like that happened here. Authorities were questioned about whether this was part of some larger plot, and it doesn't appear, at least for now, based on what we know that it was. Uh, But certainly, if they had managed to go through with this, it would have been quite disruptive, Lindsay. Laura Jarrett, thank you. Turn now, uh, after New York City's coldest Uh, night of... uh, Let me see if I can find that video. This is uh, Daily Beast right here. Neo-Nazi Bonnie and Clyde arrested for plotting to wipe out Baltimore's power grid. Just updated. Adam Offen founder Brandon Russell and Sarah Clendaniel hit it off while in prison, prosecutors said Monday. She's 34, he's 27. Clendaniel was locked up in a different prison for a spate of convenience store robberies where she wielded a machete and demanded cash and cigarettes. Intentional attacks on power grids in the U.S. came into sharper focus last year with two high-profile incidents, one in North Carolina and the other in Washington, that left about 60,000 homes and businesses without power before the holidays. Probably connected, I guess. Program on Extremism at George Washington University issued a report in September that said white supremacists specifically had become laser-focused on attacking the U.S. energy sector in the last six years. Even before the dual attacks last year, the Department of Homeland Security had issued a warning that infrastructure attacks like the one allegedly plotted by Clendaniel and Russell were likely coming. Baltimore Banner. Justin Fenton, I feel like he's written something else. I remember his name. Woman plotted to destroy energy substations with neo-Nazi leader, FBI says. Oh yeah, there's the there's the swastika right there. You can see it. But that's like your standard Adam Waffen skull mask too. So she's she's got the regalia. When Daniel and Russell are charged with conspiracy to destroy an energy facility, a charge that brings a maximum possible sentence of 20 years in prison. Yeah, but he also broke his parole, so I think that's also he's in trouble. This is Flipboard. The Black Chronicle has a story on it. Thomas A. Sobachinsky, special agent in charge of the FBI's Baltimore office, said the suspects were serious in their efforts aimed at paralyzing the city of 580,000. More than 61% of Baltimore residents are black on see if I can find that Clint Russell um, video and play it. When he got, when he was arrested, he had tons of weapons and people, the cops were freaked out. And I have a lot of information on Russell. I actually do. Let me see. This is about a minute and uh, minute and 30 seconds. Let me see if I can play this. This is when he got arrested. So what happened was in 2017, Devin Arthur shot Onus Chuck and Himmelman. And then Russell got in the car with some guy, I forgot his last name, but they started, went on the run. I think they went and drove out to the Florida Keys. And uh, they were, when they were caught, 
you can see in this picture the white car is the police car. Their car, I believe, is this blue one. And they were in some fast food restaurant getting fast food, and they caught him coming out. They were, I forgot why they got called, but I think this is very interesting. This, oh yeah, this is the police cam. So the police are out. That's 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 our that's uh, Russell right there. Yeah, so that's Clint Russell on the left. That's the guy who was just arrested last week. They confirmed his thing. This is from. But the police are like, yeah, we we thought we we stopped a mass shooting when they looked in their car. They had this guy. Oh, it's from the Frontline documentary. It's really good. But that's Brandon Clint Russell there. This guy got harassed by the Nazis too. They, I think they swatted him. That was a first. I've never had that happen. My my computer just totally shorted out. Wow, <laughs> crazy day. Anyway, this is an incredible clip. So let's see if we can get this. But like they, there was tons of guns in his thing. Wow. Let's see. There's another. This is a statement of Russell when he got arrested. He made some statement about some of his cohorts. This is it right here. There should be audio on this too. Strange days. Thanks for listening. I'll probably just continually do updates. Let me see if I can find their appearance on in court. But I will go back and play this, and I'll go through. I think I'll probably do a full Brandon Clint Russell slideshow and get that out today as well. So thanks for listening. This will be the first part. Also, please consider supporting my Indiegogo campaign for a documentary version of my book, Global Death Cult, The Order of Dying Angles, Adam Waffen, and the Slaughter of the Innocents. I'm going to make a documentary and also put out a second edition of this book, correct some of the formatting errors, and put in a lot of new information. So I will put a link to the Indiegogo campaign in the show notes to this episode. 